There was a boy who had a band of brothers. There was a boy who had a band of brothers. He left to meet in council in the wilderness of Maine. He left to meet in council in the wilderness of Maine. And if you asked him who it was he lived for. And if you asked him who it was he lived for. He'd tell you of Camp Cobbacy so far, far away. He'd tell you of Camp Cobbacy so far, far away. Far away! Far away! Far away! He'd tell you of Camp Cobbacy so far, far away. He'd tell you of Camp Cobbacy. Good evening, Cobbacy families, and welcome to the Cobbacy Evening Fireside Podcast. The Warriors and the Braves are in their bunks, the sun is going down over the buildings, and it's time for you to find out what happened today. And normally, each morning before the boys sleepily shuffle off to morning flags, blue sheets are put on each wooden breakfast table, and each boy and each counselor pours over those blue sheets to see what will happen. And this would normally be a blue sheet report, but today is a special day, and we have three of our coaches slash heads of areas here to have a bit of a coach cast. And they are new, sort of, to Cobbacy. One of them is a returner, now again back. And I just think it's important that our families hear from some of our leadership. And it was a convenient opportunity for us to introduce some of our new leadership staff who are administering programs. So with us today, we have Jamie Miller, who is our head of soccer. And we have Stephen Birchfield, who just goes by Birch at camp. We also have Nate Abate, who is our woodshop director. And I'm just going to uh, ask them a few questions while we're all here together. And then um, when Tammy gets back from her day off, we are going to have our normal podcast. So here we go. Gentlemen, welcome to the Cobbacy Evening Fireside Podcast. Thank you, Thank John. You. Yes, you're welcome. I'm glad, <laughs> glad you're glad to be here. Um, let's start with you, Coach Miller. Why don't you uh, lean forward into the mic and introduce yourself and just tell, tell about your background um, that got you to Camp Cobbacy. Well, I'm, uh, I live in Calgary, uh, Alberta, Canada, and I was at Cobbacy as soccer director in 2008 and 9, mm-hmm. and absolutely loved it, and I've ended up back here after stints at uh, another camp, and... Uh, yeah, I'm a teacher and coach in in Calgary, and yeah, I'm just loving being back here at Cobbacy and settled right back in. It's almost like I never left. So that's great. That's great, yeah. And you also brought your family with you. That's you, right, yeah. My what? wife, Anna, and my two daughters are, are here, and just, uh, yeah, having having an awesome time with the boys, and yeah, just loving it. That's so great. Uh, coach Birch. Um, never gets called anything but Birch or Coach Birch, and uh, he is brand new this year, which is a cool perspective. Coach, why don't you tell our families back home a little bit about yourself real quick. Uh, Steve Birchfield, I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, grew up just outside the metro and uh, grew up playing basketball. As soon as I stopped going to college, I started coaching at high school. Um, spent seven years coaching high school basketball, doing player development with uh, high school age kids. Last two years, I've been an assistant coach at Bruton Parker College, which is a, a private Baptist college in South Georgia, and I uh, was recently named the associate head coach, which is a fancy name for an assistant, <laughs> but still a great job title. Uh, I'm, I'm here now. I, I found out about you guys through the NCAA job market, and I absolutely love it here. This is a, a really, really, really great, really special place. Coach is also, uh, what he didn't say, is that he coaches the collegiate fishing team at Bruton Parker, and uh, and I was wondering about his fishing skills. Two days ago, you had a day off, Coach. 
on our very own Lake Kavasikanti, how many fish did you catch? Uh, I went down and rented a very small bass boat from the lodge down here, and I managed to catch uh, 15 or so smallmouth bass along with uh, just as many largemouth. So my first time fishing uh, north of Kentucky, and I absolutely <laughs> loved it. And uh, Josh said it right, parents back home, if your kid likes to fish, he's not wasting his time. Uh, we as a college do give out athletic scholarships to kids to uh, fish for the school. So it's <laughs> very... Amazing. Something different, but very cool. That's awesome. All right, and uh, not a coach, but uh, I would say someone who has fit into the Codicy social fabric with ease is our new head of woodshop, Nate. Nate, you want to introduce yourself? I would love to. Um, my name's Nate Abate. Um, I'm from Melbourne, Australia. I come here f uh, with my wife, SJ, who uh, works on the waterfront. She's the head of water skiing and the assistant head of waterfront. Um, she told me about this place uh, five years ago when we first met. I think she, we spoke about it on our first date, and uh, it's a place that she always refers back to and speaks fondly of. She said um, working here 12 years ago for three summers was the most fun she's ever had in a job, and um, the place always intrigued me. I knew one day that I would visit um, just because I was so curious, but uh, I never knew that I'd be actually be working here. Um, <clears throat> Twelve months ago, we found out that we'd won um, we'd won green cards, so we we're uh, making our way to the U.S. and my and S.J. my wife is a uh, pediatric nurse, and she's on a wait list to um, to do a short course so she can get a California nursing uh, license. And we thought, um, you know, we would touch base with uh, Camp Cobbersy to see if there were any positions available um, in the meantime. And as it turned out, there was and. Um, I, as head of woodshop, I come from a um, carpentry background. I'm a qualified carpenter back home and work in construction. have done for the last six years or so and uh, have a great fondness of children and love being around kids and, and helping them develop and, and grow new skills and, and things of the sort. And, uh, yeah, we had this opportunity and it was a great time to, uh, to you know, come and, and see this place that SJ spoke so fondly of. It's awesome to have all three of you, and I, I know I speak for everybody here that it's just wonderful to have you add to the momentum here at Cobbesee, which is, of course, always rolling right down the road. Um, Coach Miller, you have an interesting perspective, so I'm going to ask the same question of all three of you, which is uh, basically, what did you notice is the same from when you were here before? Coach Miller was the head of soccer for a couple of years a while back and, and has been away doing wonderful things in the world of coaching in Canada, and also... Um, has now come back. So he's been able to be in leadership before, then leave, then come back. Um, and I'd be, I'd be curious, and I'm sure our parents and families would like to know, what do you think is the same and what is different? Wow. The same, the food is still tremendous. Um, so that is a plus, and my family definitely keeps my little girls happy. Um, but outside of that, the, the, spirit of, the spirit of the boys and their... Uh, their competitiveness and just their love of, of sport and activity is still the same. And it's something that, you know, I've been at other camps and I, I haven't quite found that it's replicated to quite the same degree elsewhere. So just the spirit around the place, uh, what is different, and I'm not saying that it wasn't this way before, but I feel that this camp truly, the thing I've been impressed by the most is that the camp truly lives by the values that it says that it lives by, so uh, 
community sportsmanship and brotherhood is it really kind of permeates through everything that we do and in our daily conversations daily activities uh, it just is is in everything and it's very authentic and uh, and and I really think that that has uh, it's just really made a big impression on me um, since I've been here so those would be my uh, my two answers, Coach Birch. Yeah, Coach Birch is, is brand new. Has never done summer camps in this format, although lots of basketball camps, of course. Uh, Coach, what what has made an impression on you in terms of uh, you know what was surprising to you maybe about Kavasi or or what stood out to you when you got here and or, since you've been here? Well, I hate to piggyback off of uh, uh, Coach Miller here, but uh, it really is. What you guys put on the pamphlet, what you advertise, is uh, is what we managed to actually do, and that was the first thing that really surprised me. Is is a lot of these things you talk about, you talk about sportsmanship and and brotherhood and and all this type of stuff, and you, it sounds really cliche, and I think it it sounds cliche because people know that it's what needs to be done, but not many people are able to actually execute it. You know, they, they talk about it, but it doesn't get done. So here at Cobbacy, I've noticed that, that those things really do happen. These kids really do. You know, it really is a real tight community. Um, and the kids show great sportsmanship day in and day out. And like I said, I'm, I'm saying that right now. And it, it sounds so cliche because people talk about it all the time. But, but here it's actually happening. And, and that's probably been my, that's been at least my favorite part. Uh, I guess the most surprising part of camp so far, I, I don't really know if anything's really stood out. This experience is so new to me, <laughs> but uh, it's been a lot of fun, and I'm I'm really enjoying it. So great, uh, Nate. What about you? In terms of things that have stood out or surprised you, or something along those lines? Um, not to say that it's surprising, but the excitement level of the children has been has been one of the highlights for me. Definitely, um, I was here early, so before the, the the campers arrived, I was here for at least four or five weeks prior to that. Um, helping with the setup um, of, of pre-camp, and um, at the end of the five weeks, being a, a little bit older as well, I was losing a little bit of steam, and uh, I was lucky enough to drive to Boston and pick up some of our campers, and just the excitement level on the bus, which just grew and grew the closer we got to camp, and I will never ever forget what it was like as the bus turned into to Cobbacy, and uh, I just had a new level of energy after I got off that bus, and I remember seeing you maybe an hour or two afterwards, and um, and yeah, I think I communicated quite strongly how uh, <laughs> how blown away I was uh, with the boys' level of excitement, and uh, it really just such a I don't know if breath of fresh air is the right term, but um, it really just energised me again, and and just this is the reason that we're here, and it's a fantastic thing, and it gets us out of bed every day, and and it's uh, it's great to be around. It's awesome. I think that one of the things that I like so much about any program that offers a breadth of activities like we do is that the boys get to try out different parts of themselves. And so um, we've talked a bit about Cobbacy. I'd like to hear each of you speak, if you didn't mind, about what you think your particular sport or, in your case, Nate, the woodshop, offers boys in general. Why, why basketball? Why soccer? Why woodshop? Um, what is it about soccer, Coach Miller, here and elsewhere that you find so compelling, especially as it, as it has to do with the development of boys? Well, soccer is, is the universal sport. It's, I've, I love its simplicity in that you just need a ball to play, or in some cases you could even get by without one if you 
wanted to find the uh, appropriate materials that would work, but uh, I just love the simplicity of the game and that it is a true team sport and that uh, it's very, very difficult to to dominate a, a soccer game uh, as, as an individual. You really need your teammates and you need to work within a team structure and I find that uh, it helps boys learn uh, to be part of a team and to really contribute in however uh, small or, or large way towards the team and the team's success. That's an excellent, excellent answer. Coach Birch, basketball, what do you think? Thanks a lot, Coach. I really appreciate you <laughs> going. You should have went last, man. You should have summed it all up for everybody. But uh, I guess, you know, talking about basketball, um, basketball, and you can watch this. If you, if you go watch your boys play uh, pickup ball, you'll watch. Basketball just gets so competitive. Um, it's one of the sports where... Uh, a normal game of pickup basketball, there's likely to be an argument or two, and, and, and people really get into it. And, and that competitiveness, I think, is mirrored in our society um, here in America, where you know everybody's everybody's out chasing the dollar, and you know everybody's trying to outcompete one another for for what they want in life. And uh, I think basketball, especially being you know a coach at a small college, basketball allows me to teach life lessons with the consequences not being as dire as they would. Um, in real life, you know, for example, if a kid shows up late to practice, or um, you know, has a has a temper tantrum during during one of the uh, exercises, his worst consequence is going to be a lack of playtime, or you know, possibly you know, in, in the college environment, not here at Cobbsy, but you know, in, in college, you know, he'd run a suicide, and and that's a much better way to teach a lesson than losing your job and not being able to make your car payment or keep your water on or or be able to pay your electric bill. So, you know, outside of just, you know, I grew up loving the sport, so I'm used to it. But, you know, what I like to do is I like to teach. And basketball provides a, a vessel and provides uh, motivation for young ones um, to teach those life lessons. And, and that's probably what I, what I really enjoy about it the most. That was a pretty good answer. <laughs> uh, Nate, Woodshop, not, not a sport, at least not here. Um, and I know you love sports very much, but, but it's different. And it's important that it's here amongst all these other sports. How would you how would you characterize the contribution of of woodshop to the development of a little guy? I think it can really help uh, build their confidence, just picking up new skills, especially in like a construction sort of uh, environment. I know in Australia, and I can see that uh, in the U.S. also um, being handy, especially as a male, just just goes a long way to um, you know to to feeling like uh, you're growing up and. And, uh, and becoming a man, I guess. And um, however many skills they pick up in the woodshop, they'll be able to take into to general life and become you know, a handy person, whether they become a tradesperson or whatever, and just help um, build their confidence and yeah. The, uh, we're about to hit tribal games. It's about to happen sometime in the next few days, maybe three, four days, five days at the outside. Uh, it's about to get super intense. People are going to have really strong feelings about which teams are going to win. We have the Owls, the Bears, the Eagles, and the Stags. Coach Miller, if you could be on a team, um, what team would you want to be on? Uh, and who do you think is going to win this year? Well, I'm a, I like to think I'm a very loyal person. And I was chief of the Stags back in uh, 2008, I believe it was. So uh, I would love to lead the stags again at some point so I'm uh, in a tribal game sense I'm a stag through and through so I'm going to reserve my prediction until I see who the chiefs are <laughs> on good. the particular teams because um, 
very important role. Yep. But uh, it is going to be a great event. I love tribal games. Great. It's very exciting. Coach Birch. I have no idea what to expect. I, I heard I heard it's madness and chaos, and I heard it's crazy. You know, the, the, the kids are getting excited about it. They're starting to chant for it every day. So uh, I know I'm an NFL fan. I don't like the Eagles. I'm sorry, everybody from Philadelphia. I'm a Falcons fan, so, you know, can't pull for the Eagles. Um, not going to go for the Bears either. That's not happening. So uh, I think just... By default, it's, it's owls or stags, and I'm, I'm going with the stags. Nice. Two votes stags. for the stags? Yeah. All right, Nate. Um, oh, I think I'm going to go for the eagles. Uh, they make a fantastic shield because uh, of their uh, wingspan, obviously. <laughs> it's a woodshop answer. So they make, a, they make for a very uh, attractive shield. Um, also, I'm a new permanent resident to this country, and the bald eagle is the, is the bird of, uh, you know, the national bird. So, um... I'm gonna. I would like to be a part of the Eagles team, and I'm predicting them uh, to be the victors. That's fantastic. Awesome. Good well, uh, we are uh, just about to head on to the next thing, so we're unfortunately we have to to stop there. Uh, but I really appreciate coaches and 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 Nate uh, coming in when we have so many other things to do, and appreciate the conversation. Uh, and uh, that is our little informal podcast for yet another glorious day at Camp Cobbacy for boys. Your boys will go to sleep tonight with steady counselors watching over them, nodding off to sleep, surrounded by their friends, loons sounding on the lake. All is well in this place set apart.